everybody. Welcome to Don't Ignore the Nudge. This is the place you get to hear extraordinary stories shared by ordinary people about how God has nudged them to either do something or not do something in their lives and what happened because of it. My name is Corey Freeman, and I'll be your host. Each episode is another person's amazing story, and I'm just glad you're here. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. This is Corey Freeman, and today is episode one. Episode one is going to be how this podcast came into being, what made me think that it was necessary to put another podcast out into the world, and what made me do something that's completely not comfortable and out of my comfort zone. What would make me do that? And why and how and what is going on here? And so this episode should clear all of those questions up. And if I miss anything, let me know. (laughs) I'll cover it again. So back in 2006, um, something happened in my life that uh, really impacted me in a big way. And to give you some background on myself, um, I have been a believer most of my life. I came to know Christ as my personal Lord and Savior when I was 12 years old. And that's a story unto itself. But anyway, uh, since then, there's been times in my life where I felt like I was um, urged, guided, directed, encouraged, whatever you want to call it, nudged to either do something or not do something, but in not this huge, profound way. And in 2006, that's the, that's the year we think it happened. We're pretty, we're pretty sure. So 14 years ago in 2006, I was, um, it was an evening here in California. It was around 11 o'clock at night and I was getting ready to go to bed and I'm married and I have three children that are now grown. And at the time, um, everybody was, you know, in bed, my husband and I are ready to go to sleep and I would say all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I had this overwhelming urge, desire, just an overwhelming feeling other than that I can say in my heart, my soul um, to call my mom. And I thought to myself, why, where is this coming from? Because my mom had not had, there was no reason for me to be worried about her. There was no reason for concern. She lived alone and she was very capable of taking care of herself. Thank you very much. Independent woman and doing quite well. And so it was very unusual for me. Well, I had never had this happen before, to tell you the truth, something like this. So I had never felt this overwhelming desire to do something like this. So I was sitting there sort of thinking, why, where's this coming from? And I explained to my husband, I said, I'm getting this overwhelming desire. Um, You know, I feel like the Holy Spirit's telling me, if you want to say telling me, even though I'm not hearing the words, is encouraging me to call my mom. And my husband, thank goodness, said, well, if you're really feeling that way, if you feel like this is coming from the Lord and you feel like you should be calling your mom, then you should call your mom. And I said, oh gosh, <laughs> first things that came out of my mouth was, and my mom and I had discussed this. I said, 
she's going to kill me because at the time she had a really hard time going back to sleep if anybody called her. So she used to say pretty much after eight, don't call her unless it's an emergency. And so I um, was really very hesitant to call her because I knew she was going to kill me. And so my husband said, well, if you're really feeling that way, you should probably call. And so I went ahead and bit the bullet and made the call and no one answered. And that was unusual because it's 11 o'clock at night and she's not answering. And so I called again and I think I called a third time just to sort of, you know, make sure before I go over there. Um, she lives about a, She lived about a mile away at the time. And so I said, uh, there's no answer. And he was asking me what I wanted to do. And I wanted to go over and check on her. He stayed home with the kids while I went and checked on her. So drove over, was very nervous on the way over. And I um, get into her house because I had a key. And I call out and I say, mom. And there was no answer. Mom, no answer. Third time, mom. and. Then really a quiet voice said, um, yeah. And I was like, oh, goodness, I didn't know what happened. And so I can't remember if I turned on the, out, the light outside of her room or inside of her room. But when I turned on the light, I could see that my mom was on the floor. And she hadn't had any food, no water, no medication, no anything, and was on the floor, um, as far as we can tell, since Sunday morning, when she got out of the shower, up until this was Monday night at 11 o'clock at night. And so with that being said, I was, like she said, yeah, and then when I turned on the light, I, I saw her on the floor, and I could see that she'd been there. And she had pulled the covers over on herself because she was trying to keep herself warm during the evening time. And I was shocked. I was like, oh, what do I do? You know, so I called 911. The ambulance came. And the bad part is, one of the bad parts about this story is um, she had actually broken her ankle coming out of the shower somehow and couldn't get to the phone on the other side of the bedroom. And so they picked her up, of course, by um, like a sack of potatoes because they're protecting her back. So, um, you know, you can imagine that was very painful for her. But she got hospitalized for about a week, um, I believe about a week. And they had, the paramedics had told me that if I had not come that night, um, it probably would have not ended well if I had waited because it would have been a lot more hours. Um, with no water and no um, medication and um, no food and just as, you know, the, um, you know, her age. So little side note, uh, a little PSA, public service announcement. Um, the paramedic did tell me that they have this situation a lot where it does not end up well because, you know, a lot of us check on our parents here and there, but um, things can happen in between. So they really say that when they get a little older, those life alert kind of um, uh, badges or um, wristbands that you wear 
or a little button that you can push are really helpful because so many times the paramedics get called for a well-person check and it does not go well, but nobody knows that um, they're in bad straits. So that's that little PSA. But anyway, all of that to say, I had never felt this urge like this before in such a, you know, impactful um, way. And I am so thankful, so, so thankful to my husband that he encouraged me to go ahead and call because I did feel like it was um, the Lord guiding me to make that phone call. And I'm so thankful that I did make the phone call. I did go over there and I didn't just think, oh, well, it's probably fine. Um, so I just want to share this um, to let you know that after that happened, I really felt like I should use this opportunity to share this story, which is my story, but also to give other people chances to share their stories about how the Holy Spirit has nudged what I call nudged them or urged them, guided, directed them to do something or not do something and what happened because of it. And so right after that happened, I was telling my mom and a couple other loved ones, oh, you know, I think I'm going to write a book about all the different things in my life that this has been similar to. And I put it off. Because what will people think? What will people say? What about this? What about that? Well, I don't know if this would go over well. I don't know if that would go. I just kept having all these fears come in. And as we as believers, whoever's believers on this uh, podcast know, uh, fear does not come from God. So I was having fear. And so then I started thinking, well, maybe I'll, when Audible started up, well, maybe I'll just do Audibles. Maybe it'll just be, you know, something like that. So time passed, time passed. And so finally I started thinking, well, maybe I'll work it backwards. Maybe I'll have a podcast with guests about their nudges. And then with the best episodes, I could have an Audible's. And then after the best audibles, go to a book. So I kind of deconstructed it. So that's what I decided to do. And I still put it off. I still put it off. So I um, just about a year and a half ago, I went ahead and bought the domain name, started the process, talked to a friend about her creating the cover art and happened to be introduced to a podcast producer, um, happen to be in a Facebook group that started talking about how do you do podcasts? And people were giving all this advice. Happen to um, get another urging that I was supposed to be doing it um, pretty quickly. Uh, and then, you know, happen to have a website developer that... Um, was, you know, happened to be available to make the website, all these just different things. We as Christians like to call them pro the providence of God. He's providing. So there's all these things that have fallen into place. And so now we're starting the podcast and we're, and once I made that decision to be obedient, it's so amazing how he's been working about different people who friends of friends hasn't even started yet. And they're like, Oh, I want to be a guest. 
oh, I had this happen to me. Um, I'd love to be a guest. So, you know, once again, it's going to be exciting where this all takes us. And I do say us because I don't know these stories just like you don't know these stories. So it's going to be exciting. And I think it's going to be a fun journey of one of those yay God moments, which should be like, we should be living in awe all the time, but we sometimes can lose it in a dark world. So it'd be great if we could all get into that place of just glorifying God and um, living in awe of him and his um, divinity. Um, so I will get better at not saying um as much. And, uh, and I used to be a court reporter. So I used to every single time somebody would say um, I had to put it in. So I know how much I'm saying it on this. I'll, I will try not to be self-aware uh, or self-conscious of it. I'll try to become more self-aware of it. So it'll be easier on your listening ears. And one of the questions I'm going to ask each guest is, number one, you know, as far as their faith, the story, what happened. But one thing I really want to ask each guest is, how did this experience impact you? or change your perspective on anything in your life? It's so like, what, what has impacted it? So I'm going to ask myself that same question. So how did this impact me or change my perspective? So impacting me, I would say I realized how, how loud the Holy Spirit can move you um, because it was an overwhelming urge to call my mom. And it was very palpable in my soul, if you want to call it that. I don't know how to word it because it's such a spiritual experience that people are going to explain it differently on theirs, but that's how I explained it. Um, and then I would also say as far as changing my perspective, it's more about realizing how long I could go ignoring that nudge. When I figured out it had been 14 years earlier, I, that's insane to me. That is an insane amount of time. That is, I could not believe that time had flown that fast. So that my perspective is more from how long I ignored that nudge and how now ever since then, I really am more aware of that tiny, still, quiet voice of the Lord um, when he speaks. I try to be still more often and listen and see where he is guiding me and directing me. So um, that's how my perspective has been changed and how this has impacted me. And this is how the podcast is beginning. So I'm just so thankful that um, God uh, let my mom live through that experience. And um, I just, uh, it, it's just amazing how he works. So I just really hope you enjoy this podcast, but that's how it started. And hopefully um, you'll enjoy all the episodes with all the guests we have lined up. And if you have any suggestions, please let me know. Oh, one thing is we are going to be not having ads as far as I know. So that will be a benefit to you as a listener. I don't care for ads myself. Um, I will say that we do have the Don't Ignore the Nudge journal. 
on don'tignorethenedge.com that you can keep track of your own um, nudges from um, the Holy Spirit and what happens and what year and what happened, you know, what date it happened and things like that. What came of it? Sort of a fun thing to do. Exciting. And then also we have some other things that we're trying to do to defray the costs of producing a podcast. So we have the Venmo. Um, I also am a business and personal coach. So if you need my services, you can find me at coreyfreeman.com. So I look forward to each and every episode. Can't wait to get started. It's going to be so nice to have an interview instead of just me on here. So uh, I look forward to it. So I will see you in episode two. You have a great day. Bye.